Welcome to the Revision Wizards podcast. I'm V.E. Griffith, and I'm joined by my fellow magician and co-host, Ms. Catherine M.H. This is episode 26, and this time we're talking with our friend and mentor, Jay Thorne. Once again, I've had some tech issues that V.E. was able to work around. You won't be hearing my voice, but you will hear my awesome co-host work his magic and carry on with this interview. So with that, let's both take a listen. So, okay, if you could tell us your name and your pronouns today. I am Jay Thorne, and my pronouns are he, him. Well, great. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll start, because we're both three-story method editors, we, and and we wanted to, to focus a little bit on that today. Can you give us uh, a brief rundown of how you came up with the idea for the three-story method? Where, where'd that book come from and the, and the supporting materials? Yeah, that, uh, like most good ideas, it came from a conversation in a bar. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if most most good ideas come from a bar, but um either that or the shower. Yeah, that or the shower, right? Um yeah, well, you'll know why it was in the shower when I tell this story. Uh I don't know, maybe you won't. Maybe you wouldn't make assumptions, but um me and my good buddy and business partner Zach Bohannon were in New Orleans uh doing the the what we well, we didn't call it then, but it was the first authors on a train experience with Joanna Penn and Lindsay Broker. And um we were we were sort of at the end of that trip and we were sitting in a bar and I don't drink, but Zach was having a beer and probably a burger with uh no cheese and barbecue sauce. And uh we were talking about the trip and the experience and just how transformative it was. And and we started talking about doing more author events because the one we did with Joanna and Lindsay, we were just four friends hanging out. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, like it wasn't a workshop, you know, it was just the four writers kind of hanging out. And Zach and I kind of had this idea like, wow, we could host events like this for other writers. And when we told Joanna and Lindsay, they were both like, that sounds amazing. We're not part of that, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> so uh, I was like, cool. Um, then, you know, we'll, you know, Zach and I, so we talked about it and, um, and we started developing these different workshop opportunities. So like, uh, you know, Authors on a Train obviously became one, but we also did these world building weekends where we would uh, we would pick a city and we would pick a city that sort of had some sort of significance to a genre. So like the, the best examples, we did sci-fi Seattle. You know, Seattle is really known for like aerospace, uh, technology. Um, and so we went to Seattle and we did a, a weekend workshop with folks there uh, working on a, on a sci-fi project. And basically what we would do is we would create these anthologies, these charity anthologies, and everyone who was at the event would, would write a short story and contribute to it. And in that process, um, we were teaching the way Zach and I had co-written up until that point. And, uh, I don't remember which one of us said it to the other, but we were like, you know what, <laughs> we should like codify this. Like we should, we should like document this process because, we were just stunned at how the attendees like were just, they just couldn't get enough of it. They're like, Oh my gosh, this is so helpful. And it's like, you know how, like when you're like, when you're good at something and you've done it for a long time, you kind of forget that you've built that skill set or that you learned that stuff. And so for us, it was like, Oh, right. Like we've been doing this for years together, but other people don't know about it. And so that was, that was where three story method began. It was like, let's, Let's create a system. Let's develop a framework that um, we can just sort of hand off to other authors, whether that's at events. And, you know, eventually that led to the book and, and, and other things. But really it began because 
it was uh, something we shared with other people. We it wasn't our plan, but like as we shared this process, they were like, "Wow, that's that's great." You know, we we want to learn that too. Cool. Okay, Miss Catherine is having some connection problems, but we'll go on. She's a pantser um, and a real overwriter. She writes a lot. How do you feel like the three story method? helps pantsers who hate to outline or is it is it something that a pantser would use after the story is done and 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 sort of fix it in post yeah i would say it's that uh, <laughs> i mean um you know when we were co-writing it, and and uh you know i i i won't make absolutes uh here or, or you know sweeping generalizations but i think it's extremely difficult to co-write with someone and both of you be pantsers <laughs> like that's it's just really hard to pull off and and so when Zach and I were writing together, we had to have a plan. Like we, we had to, we had to know where the story was going because it's different if you're by yourself, like you can just, you can go off on tangents, you can cut things, you can add things. But if you're writing with someone else, you, you gotta have a plan. Otherwise it just kind of, it kind of grinds to a halt. So in, in all, in all honesty, the three story method was developed to be the front end planning tool so that you didn't waste time and didn't waste words. However, I've gone back and forth on that spectrum my entire career. I'm trending more towards pantsing now, which is a whole other conversation. But I've gone from sort of like hardcore outliner to show up to a blank page. And I've been everywhere in between on that. And I think what we realized early on was that pantsers were finding three-story method valuable, not because it helped them to outline, but because they used it as an analytical tool on their draft. And so there isn't one right, one way to use it. Um, different people use it in different ways. I think the evolution of the tool is, is such that there seems to be, it seems to be a much more powerful tool at the scene level versus the global story level, um, which is, you know, that's just kind of how, how it's evolved. So if you look at, you know, the three C's in the scene, whether you're planning that out ahead of time or you're looking for it after you've drafted, Either way, it, it's it's extremely powerful. I think there are probably better methodologies for global storytelling, like um, Save the Cats is one that I, I reference and use all the time. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's a wrong way to use it. I don't think it um, excludes pantsers by any means, but it was developed as as a planning tool. Okay, well. I, the world has shifted just a little bit with AI, and I know that you're <laughs> oh my. you're one of those one of those leaders in the author community who's sort of blazing the trail here. How do you see the three story method playing a role in teaching our artificial tools and <laughs> and and how to use those artificial tools with the three story method? Yeah, blazing the path or burning the place down. It's going to be one of the two. I'm not I'm not quite sure where it's going to end up. Uh. Yeah, this is a, this is a, it, like, it is a fast moving conversation. It is, um, you know, the pace of change right now is overwhelming for everyone, myself included. It's, it's really hard to keep up. It's, um, it's normal to feel frustrated, disappointed, frightened. Um, uh, and I don't know, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how I feel about it long-term. Like I, you know, some mornings I wake up and I feel like AI is going to save the world. And other mornings I, I wonder if I'm going to wake up in, in a world still controlled by humans. <laughs> so, you know, but, but here's what I do know. And here's, here's what I'm, I'm very confident in saying right now, as of what I see right now, the stuff isn't going away. AI is not going to be I don't care what you see on TV. It's not going to be regulated. It's not going to be um, banned. It's not going to be stopped. Uh, 
because this is a global thing now. And, and so if, if the United States takes some sort of draconian measure and there's some, I don't think this is possible, but there's some way that they, they ban or regulate or restrict that development is just going to go to other countries. It's going to go to China. It's going to go to Russia. So AI as a concept is going to be part of our lives for the rest of our lives. That, that I absolutely believe is true. And so that's the approach I'm taking. I am, uh, I'm very, being very pragmatic about it. I am, I'm somewhat optimistic. Um, I think if you're not optimistic, then you end up, uh, <laughs> you're going to have a miserable life. Like I, I just, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're waiting for AI to take your job, then, then the time you spend worrying is, is just wasted time in my opinion. So I, I try to be pretty positive about it. And I am most days, um, but it's inevitable. I, I just don't, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something you can stop. Um, you know, as we're having this conversation, I'm getting ready to publish a three-story method book on co-writing with Chad GPT. So I am, I'm embracing it. I'm playing, I'm, I'm trying. Um, I will also acknowledge I'm doing this from a, from a place of privilege in that uh, most of my revenue, my income comes from author services and editing and client work. It doesn't come from royalties. So I really don't care what anyone thinks about me using AI in writing. Uh, you know, not all authors have that privileged position and, and there is still a lot of stigma attached to it. And in fact, there are groups roaming the internet as trolls who are, you know, trying to take down authors who are uh, experimenting with this new technology. So it's a, it's a crazy time. Um, I just don't see it rolling back and I don't see it going away. Well, tell us about this, this new book that you have. This episode is going to air in July. So um, tell us about it. What, what's new, what's different, what, what's, what do you bring into the table with it? Yeah, it's, uh, well, by July, this, this whole conversation about chat GPT might be completely dated, but, uh, you know, so what I did was I, um, well, the first thing I did is I went to what I knew and, and what I realized when I started experimenting with, with chat GPT and really with AI prompts in general is, uh, it's not the prompt. It's, um, it's, it's not the AI it's, you almost have to become a director instead of a writer. So if, if you think of in movie terms, you know, a director is a storyteller, but they're not necessarily putting the words down on the screenplay, right? But they are, they have creative control of whatever piece of art is being created. And I, when, when I started playing with chat GPT and I saw some of the sort of snarky comments online of like, well, look what it returned. And I, and I'm kind of like, that's kind of like saying word doesn't work well because you can't type, right? Like what, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And what I started to realize was there is this very nuanced, um, experiential, uh, approach to prompts that depending on what you put in, it's going to be highly dependent on what you get out. And, and old computer programmers used to call this gigo for garbage in garbage out. It's not that straightforward, but the idea is, uh, I, I believe that the, a, a new skill set that writers will either develop or, or they won't, they will cease to be writers is this, this idea of directing the AI and, and being able to tell it what you want. So like, uh, and the reason I hooked this on the three story method is because that makes a tremendous difference, right? So I I've published dozens of novels and I've been in this industry for a long time and, and I've written a lot of words and so if I sit down and I have ChatGPT write me a scene or a short story, 
my prompt is going to look very different than someone who is brand new to creative writing and they're just sitting down. They don't, they don't know how to direct the, the, the AI and I do. So I think at least for now, I mean, the AI might get good enough that this is irrelevant, hopefully not by July, but uh, I, I really feel like there's an opportunity here for experienced storytellers to take all of that wisdom and all of the skills and all of the knowledge that they've accumulated and use that to teach other people how to direct the AI. And I think that's going to be the case for text-based prompts, for images, for video eventually. Um, you know, it's just like putting a camera in a hand of a, of, of a professional photographer. They're going to take a very different picture than I am. Okay. That's really cool. I'm looking, I'm personally looking forward to, to playing with the AI and seeing what, what I can do with it. I'm not as far you know, advanced as you are, I really need to sit down and learn how to, to write the prompts and teach it the three story method, because I use that as an analytical tool also. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. What do you see happening next for the three story method? Where are we going? Oh, fearless leader. <laughs> well, I, I think right now, uh, not sure. <laughs> you know, I hadn't planned on another three story method book. Uh, I know that, you know, you, you guys are certified editors, so you know that sort of internally I said that I've I've kind of said all I want to say about writing the writing process. And and so I kind of opened the door for, for editors who have different expertise to be able to write within that brand because it, it is a it, it's a very respected brand in, in the uh, indie publishing community. Uh, but for me personally, I had said, well, you know, like I said, I, I, I wrote the flagship book um, and Zach contributed to that. And then I wrote one on writing scenes and I was kind of like, I don't know. There's a few others, but I, you know, I think I want the editors to kind of take the baton and, and run with it until a month ago. And then I, and then I realized like, wow, you know, I could, I could use chat GPT and I could apply three story method principles. And that would be a very different kind of book. So like if you go on Amazon, you know, there's already a flood of, you know, write 10 X faster and get filthy rich with chat GPT. And like, that's not, like, that's not what this is. And, and that's not what I'm trying to do. So, you know, I think with three story method as a brand, uh, we're kind of in a holding pattern right now. You know, like I'm, uh, I don't have plans on certifying any more editors. I, I, I feel like, uh, the editors who serve our community, um, I think it's a good ratio right now. I, I and I don't want to upset that. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, certify any more editors. And I think there's still some technology that has to shake out. And, um, I think there's I think there's opportunity uh, um, using AI in a in a, in a co uh, as an author coach or a book coach. I think that's something three story method editors will um, will can can choose to to pursue if they want. You know, and and I'd be happy to help. Um, as far as the brand is concerned, I know Zach and I have uh, we have talked about starting uh, the workshops up again, and all the week all the workshops we've done have been. We've used three-story method as sort of the the foundational uh, element of that, uh, but the pandemic had kind of you know kind of sidelined that. We we did authors on a train California. We got back from that about three weeks before the world shut down, um, and we've had a hard time getting live events up and running again. And up and you know I don't know. Uh, we sort of bring it every couple months. We were like, hey, how about now? And it's like, nah, not quite yet. So uh, maybe twenty twenty four. Um, we'll bring some events back. And again, those will be, those will be a base in three-story method. 
Okay. I'm looking forward to, and I've, I've never done one of those events myself. Obviously I did the, the three-story method editor certification and I've done it twice, which I absolutely loved and found it really, really helpful for both my own work and for, you know, for assisting clients. You're a masochist. Um, <laughs> you guys are my favorite people. What I know. I I'm just teasing you. I love having you twice. Yeah. <laughs> so... All right. Well, where can we find you on the net? Where where can I look you up and 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 harass you? Yeah, the authorlife.com is the place to go. Uh, everything is there, all the resources, books, podcasts. Uh, it's also where you can join the community. Uh, Zach Bohannon is uh, is taking over the reins. I'm I'm still part of that community. I'll still be in there, but he's uh, kind of going to inject some new life and some new blood into the leadership uh, element of that. And so. Yeah, it's strong as ever. And it's a free community. So um, if anyone's listening and they want to join, uh, you just have to apply, but there's no charge. And uh, we're really proud of the uh, of the of the people there and, and the spirit of that community. Um, we believe it's like no other uh, online. We feel like we have the best author community out there. So come join us. Yeah, I'm in several author communities and and the 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 author life community is the one that i started with really and the one that i love the most it's 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 my go to for for questions for comments for any kind of author interaction so it really works for me okay great then with that we will go ahead and hang it up for this week unless you have any unless we missed anything did we miss anything i don't think so i think we i think we i think we hit the highlights okay Then we'll leave it here and see everybody next time. Thanks very much for listening.